Hey, faithful listener. Thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries daily podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow spiritually so you can grow personally. Let's grow together by building a consistent Bible reading routine. This is Jen, your host, and today we will be discussing the book of Mark. friends and faithful listeners, happy Thursday, and thank you so much for tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast with your host, Jen. Today we are going to be discussing Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. Grab that cup of coffee and let's go ahead and begin. But before we do begin, actually, I do have an exciting announcement. Tomorrow, Gregory Kokel is going to be on the podcast with me. He is the tactics author, and he's also the uh, founder of Stand to Reason. So he's a really cool guy, and uh, he's um, somebody that I've been quite a fan of for a while now. Ever since I've heard of his ministry, I've really enjoyed it. He's a uh, debater. He debates people, and... uh, He's been doing a lot of good for the Christian community for quite a while. So please make sure to tune in tomorrow to uh, listen to a podcast episode with Gregory Kokel. But today it's just me (laughs) and we are in Mark chapter four, once again, 35 through 41. Grab that cup of coffee and let's go ahead and begin. On that day when evening had come, he said to them, let's go over to the other side. Leaving the multitude, they took him with them, even as he was in the boat. Other small boats were also with him. A big windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so much that the boat was already filled. He himself was in the stern, asleep on the cushion, and they woke him up and told him, Teacher, don't you care that we are dying? He awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. The wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you so afraid? How is it that you have no faith? They were greatly afraid and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? I really like this passage of scripture. Um, This is the story of the disciples having very little faith in who Jesus was as he was asleep. So it says that uh, after Jesus was finished talking with the multitudes, he went into the boat and he said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side and teach over there. So they left the multitude and they took him with them even as he was in the boat. So that's kind of an interesting statement, even as he was. And Mark kind of throws these little statements in everyone in a while to show the truth of what's happening. So Jesus at this point is probably very hungry, probably very tired. As we see, he is sleeping in the boat. So he must have been very exhausted after ministering to all these multitudes for so long. I mean, that is a very draining thing. I've taught a few classes in my time and uh, it's it's kind of hard to stand in front of the students and give a lecture. And it really wears you out at the end of the day. So I do give props to teachers who do that every single day. I can imagine it's um, pretty stressful at the end of the day when uh, you're exhausted after teaching a class for eight hours. But anyway, so um, Jesus was exhausted after teaching the multitudes for this long. And so the the disciples took him in the boat, even as he was. <laughs> so it says that there were some other small boats also with him. So it wasn't just the boat that Jesus was in, but there were other little boats going across with Jesus as well. And so all of a sudden, this big windstorm 
like a rose basically and it says that it was so strong that the waves were just beating into the boat and there were so many waves that the boat was already filled by this point it says that so much that the boat was already filled so the disciples are probably sitting there with their buckets bailing and (laughs) they see Jesus asleep on the stern and he was asleep on a cushion so Jesus is practically like dead asleep during the middle of the disciples screaming, all this bailing happening, this huge windstorm. And uh, they're like, Jesus, why don't you care that we are dying? So think about that statement. How often have, have we said that to God? God, why do bad things happen to good people? God, don't you care that there are people out there dying? How often have we said that to God? And here's the disciples right here saying this to Jesus as he's asleep. And I like this particular story because I think it hits very close to home for many of us is how we say that to God all the time and we think that God is indifferent, that he doesn't care. For example, Jesus here was sleeping. So the disciples are looking at Jesus sleeping and are upset because they believe that he is indifferent to their pain and suffering. And yet at the same time, Jesus immediately is able to wake up and to rebuke the wind and the waves, but they're not seeing that. They're just seeing Jesus being asleep, not doing anything, not saying anything. And I think that's kind of what we do to God, even though God is what we believe being indifferent to our pain and our suffering, it doesn't mean that he's not working. It doesn't mean that he's not there looking at us and protecting us from a distance or doing something behind the scenes that we have no clue what he might be doing. It doesn't mean that God's not doing any of that stuff. So we have to have faith that God is there, that he is seeing our issues and our problems and our trials, and he is overcoming them, if that makes sense, because Jesus does say in this world, we will have trials and tribulations, but we shouldn't be afraid because God is overcoming those trials and those tribulations. So I think that's a really cool thing that we can take this story and apply it to our lives is just to have faith that even though we can't see God working or we can't see God moving, it doesn't mean he's not moving. It doesn't mean that he's being indifferent to us. It just means that he is doing something that we don't know what he's doing. Because Jesus here, he told the disciples at the very beginning, let's go over to the other side. He never said, you know, let's try to make it over to the other side. No, he didn't say that. He said, we're going to go over to the other side. So he was telling his disciples right then and there at the very beginning that they were going to be okay and that they were going to make it to the other side. And the disciples were only seeing Jesus asleep. So they weren't having that faith that Jesus was working, that Jesus was already putting the plans in place that they were going to make it to the other side. All they could see was Jesus sleeping. So they wake him up and Jesus wakes up and he's like, they're like, Jesus, he's like, don't you care that we're dying? So he wakes up and he... (laughs) 
<laughs> it kind of seems like he's slightly irritated from being woken up here. It says, he awoke, he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And then he said to them, why are you so afraid? How is it that you have no faith? So I think that part's kind of funny because Jesus not only rebukes the wind and the waves for being loud and boisterous, but he also rebukes the disciples. And he's like, why don't you guys have more faith? I already said we're going to make it to the other side. So I, I think that's kind of funny that Jesus was woken up out of his sleep and was irritated. <laughs> oh, I get irritated when people wake me up out of a sleep. I get so mad, especially if I'm about to fall asleep. Like that, that moment when you're just about to fall asleep and somebody wakes you up, that is the worst because I have the hardest time getting back to sleep if I get woken up out of that just about to sleep moment. So <laughs> so I can kind of understand Jesus's irritation here with getting woken up out of his sleep after he was so tired uh, and now he has to take care of his disciples' problems. <laughs> but one thing I think is interesting also, it says he rebuked the wind. So he yelled, he yelled at the wind. And then he said to the sea, peace be still. And so it says that there was a great calm. So not only did Jesus save his disciples' boat, but he also saved the other little boats that were out on the sea with him. So it wasn't just the disciples seeing what was happening here. It was probably the other boats as well being like, what the heck just happened? We were just about to die. And now all of a sudden there's this huge calm. So this was Jesus ministering not just to his disciples, but to every single boat that was on that sea with him. And so then he turns to his disciples and he says, why are you so afraid? How is it that you have no faith? And that right there, I think, is the moral of this entire story. It's just the fact that the disciples chose not to have faith in Jesus. They were so overcome with fear and so overcome with emotion that they were unable to see the big picture that they were going to make it to the other side. And so when Jesus rebukes them that they have no faith, I think that is, is like I said before, the thing that we can take away and apply right now is just realize that God is good and that God has our best interests at heart and he is going to uh, see us to the other side, if that makes sense. So it says after this, to conclude in verse 41, that the disciples were greatly afraid and they said to one another, who is this that even the wind and sea obey him? So I don't believe at this point that the disciples actually knew who Jesus was actually until this very moment at least for many of them, because we do find out later on that the disciples do say that they believe Jesus is the Messiah, but I don't know if they believe that yet. I mean, maybe they, they have a, a thought that maybe he is, but I think partially they're not quite sure yet who Jesus is. And I think it's at this moment when they see that even nature, nature, an untamable force yields to Jesus that they're just like, who is this? Is this really the Messiah? The wind and the sea even obey him. They're questioning in themselves and they're afraid for a completely different reason now. They're afraid because now they see this supernatural power that Jesus has. And they're just like, holy cow, this guy can tame waves. This guy can tame the wind. And they're afraid for that reason. 
And now they're wondering within themselves, who is this guy that he has all this power that he's able to just completely take it from a, a complete storm to a sunny day. So once again, friends, this was Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. And this was a bit of a shorter episode today, but that's okay. I can have a short episode every once in a while. <laughs> it, technically, my my podcast episode episodes, I think I originally made it from 10 to 15 minutes. But um, yeah, actually, my first episode started out as like five minutes. So I've, I've grown a bit in what I talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes my episodes get to be like 30 minutes long. It depends on what we're what we're talking about for the day. But uh, today is a shorter episode, but I thank you guys for tuning into it nonetheless and for learning along with me. And uh, just remember to keep the faith, to pray to God if you have an issue, and to remember the story next time you are feeling God might not be good. Just remember the story that God, in fact, does care and that he is always working because it says that he is always working. So friends and faithful listeners, I've got nothing else to say today except happy listening and God bless.